Hey, 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 you're listening to Stalking Spurs. It's the Cottonwood Spur Football Club fan podcast. That's 40-ish minutes of football-adjacent frivolity. I am your host, Acid, and we're here with my co-host, Patty. Hey, Patty. Hi, Acid. This is, uh, guys, this is our first episode of the third season, We're Back. And I guess, just like the Spurs, we're mixing it up. Acid is currently in a time zone where it's very dark. And I am in a time zone where it's very bright. So this is not our usual. So if you hear either A, crickets, B, construction, uh, we're sorry in advance. But thanks for sticking around. Yeah. Speaking of light and dark, I think our outlook is extremely light and bright today. So I guess just to give guys context, we are, I guess, basking in the glow of a 100% win rate in the Premier League with our new manager, Nuno Espirito Santo. So this episode, we're going to dedicate loads of it to, I guess, soaking in this good vibe soup and just kind of talking about all of the awesome energy that's that's just emanating from the pitch from these past two games. We're going to talk about the man who has helped make this happen, or I guess the man at the center of all of this, Nuno Espirito Santo. And we're also going to talk a bit about... Harry Kane. Hmm. Hmm. And there goes the buzzer. We are moving on to the first half. And this half, we are just going to talk about good vibes only. Oh, my God. Okay, so uh, I'm assuming everyone's seen the first game or everyone's heard about the first game. Everyone's seen the second game or heard about the second game. If not, go check that out and come back and let's bask in the good vibes together. So after the dumpster fire and the relentless hopelessness and agony of last season, these two wins on the trot are just so, they feel so, so good. And I think this one tweet from a, from a fan called Isham, admirer of Sevilla, kind of just captures this sentiment so well. He says, sometimes Tottenham just trick you back in love with them and it feels amazing. <laughs> It's it it really does. I think I think there's a time on like all cards on the table. We're thinking, okay, are we just now PSG fans from now on, <laughs> or do we want to commit to this train? And I think we've committed. I mean, the the summer was not coming down from last season was not a good feeling, and yeah, I was like, am I gonna am I gonna invest this season? Am I going to you know, I don't know. But then you see these two games, and the fan is right. But it's not just the fans that are talking about it. When accounts like Men and Blazers start talking and start rooting for us, there must be something in the fucking water because Men and Blazers tweeted not once, but twice. Uh, they tweeted on the 17th of August that, like, pod tape 60 minutes wondering how many points Tottenham will win the league by drops this afternoon. God damn it, Rog. I swear, if he is gonna jinx this, I'm gonna strangle this motherfucker but also <laughs> wow that is some bold predictions but then five days later they tweet again after our next one and just go spur this is all caps guys spurs invincible season rolls on white heart emoji what why do we have these believers now i don't i mean i i kind of get it but it's also like don't jinx it you guys yeah oh my god yes they are new believers and it's and it's amazing and it's scary and it it makes me feel really really hyped and it also makes me feel really really anxious 
But it's, I guess we're now the, I don't know, are we suddenly now the darling of the Premier League? Like, are we suddenly the, that likable, scrappy team that against all odds and against expectations wonder... and in defiance of the recent horrible history is starting to rise? You know, it's everybody loves that kind of story and maybe that's us this season. And that's why we have these new people believing in us. I mean, I love all this belief from everyone, but apparently not everyone is loving us right now. I don't well, blame them. Of course. Every time loads of people fall in love with something, there will be haters. And apparently, there was like a hate fest going on where we weren't even present. So Craig Mitch tweets about this saying, um, okay, quotes, Stand up if you hate Tottenham being sung at the Emirates by both sets of fans. What? So this was in reference to to a game between um, Arsenal and Chelsea. I, you might have to Google these teams if you haven't heard of them. But they're two, they're two big teams who are generally considered our rivals. I mean, I guess Craig Mitch was reporting on that game saying that these were, this was being chanted there. So we totally live rent-free in their cranium. <laughs> So, guys, why are you why are you so obsessed with that? <laughs> Regina George is speaking the truth. No, it, it's kind of nuts that you know you've reached another level of I don't know notoriety or whatever when you're not even in the fucking stadium and they are just chanting this. All right, yes, sure, I love it. You know what? Let let that let that rage and jealousy just just eat you alive guys exactly go you when I, I when they go low we stay high because i am totally high on our new coach's vibe nuno spirito santo what a blessing this man has been to our team oh my god uh, yeah what what a breath of fresh air he is there's a video that that I just keep watching over and over and like I just feed off the good vibes in it. And it's a video from Spurs official um after the final whistle at the Man City game. Um when he kind of just he's beaming, he's smiling, megawatt smile, blowing kisses to the fans, uh, high-fiving fans and just walking off the pitch triumphant. It's it's amazing. And I just I just want to like take a moment to appreciate like one thing that this man just took on one of football's highest profile highest risk jobs like imagine that kind of work environment that you step into and his first game was against the champions at home in a stadium that's super packed for the first time since the beginning of the pandemic it's like it's it's difficult to to imagine a higher pressure situation and he fucking killed it like honestly, like everyone's everyone's had a job, and honestly, from one professional to another, congrats! <laughs> you went into an impossible environment, and you you emerged victorious. I mean, congratulations to this man. I said you said it all. I can't imagine the toxic vibes. Sure, there's the pressure, exactly. but yeah. the, this is he came into a team where there is player trouble, where there was clearly mm-hmm. management trouble. Mm-hmm. Where there is just like bad vibes between people, and you can't blame angry everyone. Fans, so fans, fans were fucking angry. There's rioting in the streets, literal rioting in the streets. So it's just good job on him, and he kept it all with a smile on his face. And really, just like whenever he had to field questions that were not directly related to what, like watching him in their press conferences, mm-hmm. it's just such a nice, non-arrogant but confident vibe. Like, so he embodies that, like, it's confidence, but it's not conceit. 
Like it's it's a, yeah. it's a really fine line. And there's a second totally. post here from the official Instagram account of Spurs where obviously this is post game and it's just the boss is buzzing. And guys, uh, if anyone here wants to meme this, please do because it is a um, a celebration post from Nuno. I have to call out. He looks great. I love his outfit. Well tailored yeah. pants, just the right length. Because when he lifts his leg, there's that the, the sneak peek of mm-hmm. socks that are and it's full socks. He's not wearing like ankle socks. I love that. Yeah, with like really nice sneakers. I, I'm sorry, this outfit. Is golden the navy bomber? he's been wearing it for all the games, and it's an instant classic. Yes, the navy bomber is very Obama dad vibes. I am loving it. Like a nice polo. This is just like a really great look, and like trimmed the beard slightly, but not like he's gonna keep it. This is who he is, you know. And I am. It's part of his brand. It's part of the brand. So you're right, Acid. For whatever it's worth, for however the season turns out. This is a really great image, and we're going to have this. We'll have this, and I will. Please, someone meme it for us. Let me actually ask my little sister to put him, like, to make this a PNG so that we have the transparent background, and then we can put Nuno on, whatever. Nuno on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm, Turn I'm it into, yeah. like, a default image on yeah. a greeting card every, I, anytime there's a good occasion, exactly. like a special occasion. I'm surprised this isn't, like, yeah. a Twitter account yet. Nuno celebrating things, you know? I think maybe I should start that. Ooh, yeah. yeah. All right. Jump on it. But other things to celebrate is, of course, our skipper, Captain Hugo Lloris's 300th Premier League appearance with the club. And this is our biggest one. Apparently, he's a record holder. There was a post on it, He is now. He is the record holder. That's amazing. I love the loyalty without question. I love mm-hmm. the silence. I mean, of course, he doesn't have a account we get everything from marine but it's just really nice to see loyalty <laughs> i can't believe i'm saying yeah. this and and silence who knew this guy has been through it all he's gone through like you know i mean like he's got the highlights yes. and he's got the lowlights he won the he won the world cup as captain he's won he did, yeah. multiple things so in the highs and the lows with the club he's been to the champions league finals with us he's we got kicked out and you know he's been there through and through and it's just so nice to see him however you know who's not nice to see in this photo I don't know (laughs) Daniel Levy what is your outfit we just talked about the great outfit of Nuno Hugo looks fantastic in this photo and just like jeans and a shirt I'm French I can do anything looking good and then Daniel Levy can you just please wear your suits there's a reason why the suit is there he is wearing oh to be fair the jeans I can't see the bottom thank god but distressed jeans and yeah, a really poorly tailored Spurs cash polo. Uh, yeah. No. Uh, this is a, a hard pass for me. Yeah, I, I don't know. Is he doing this to make himself seem more approachable? Like, oh, I'm gonna wear some jeans and a casual shirt. <laughs> because I didn't actually, I didn't I didn't recognize him at first and I think it's, it is because he's dressed uncharacteristically. He's not in his usual smarmy suit. Just be smarmy. Yeah. Just lean into the brand, Levy. It's okay. We accept you for who you are. You're not going anywhere. We know. So yeah. 300 yeah, more fine. appearances for you. And hopefully 600 more appearances for Hugo. Hugo, we love you so much. Congratulations. We totally do. Oh my God. Thanks. Thanks for sticking around. <laughs> so many people have wanted to leave. <laughs> thanks for not, not being one of them. <laughs> 
and to commemorate the occasion. Of course, whenever there's like a big deal, right? There's always a video to go with it. And of course, this one gets his own video. And take a look at this video on Instagram. It's the moment that uh, I guess Hugo is surprised and presented with this um, like commemorative plaque with like one of his shirts on it that says 300 in the back and it's like signed by all the players, which is really sweet. And like it just it feels it also feels this this video feels arranged and choreographed in like in like a really sweet way. It feels like um like class photo day maybe, but like a slightly informal version of it. Um and they all all the players kind of applaud as Hugo comes through and he's presented with a shirt and then they all pose for a picture together with this shirt and it's really really cute. Um because I think the last time we saw the team posing for a photo was for last season's official photo shoot um, and when other people are telling them where to sit or where to stand like Harry, Son, and Hugo are usually the main event in the front row and it's interesting to see then when it's up that when it's up to them to decide where to stand it's very different so Son is somewhere in the back um, Harry is kind of neither here nor there and the person kind of seizing the spotlight with Hugo is Sissoko. I guess French buddies gotta stick together. I don't I know. So, yeah. Maybe, but it's nice. It's it's nice to see just watching it and how awkward everyone is trying to like, okay, I guess we gotta get in there. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> so where do we stand? Really nice. Really cute. I, I'm so happy for him and I'm so happy for the team that they get to be under his leadership and Hugo Get, get an Instagram. I, I know I said I like silence, but I just want to hear from you more. I miss you. I know, right? There goes the whistle. We will be back at halftime with Kumbaya Master Toby to talk about, I don't know, our two wins. We'll, we'll see you then. And we're back. We are joined by our Kumbaya Master and our sports correspondent, Toby, to just, I don't know, is this hope we feel for the new season? <laughs> yeah, I think we've had the the very, very long offseason that we've had. I mean, I don't know how the players are ready. Like, I'm definitely barely ready for, for this to be all kicking off again. But I think we're coming in with healthy but managed expectations. Personally, I think if we get anywhere in the top six, I'd be pretty thrilled. There's a lot of good teams in the Premier League this year, so I think yeah, it's it's worthwhile to see this as potentially a rebuilding year, not not a real title challenge, I think. So but with that mindset, I think what a start. Like to come yeah, out against what? the champions and <gasps> and play really well and and take the win was huge. Oh my god. So like going into this season we had like very realistic, <laughs> very measured expectations. I think we're trying to manage being like, oh, let's be realistic about this. And also the, oh, not so confident this is going to be very good. But this this first game, what, what, what? <laughs> so we played the reigning fucking champions and the people trying to steal our man, Man City, at <laughs> home um, with our new coach, our new manager, Nuno, who we spoke about earlier. And guys, I was so fucking scared. If you guys were like, mm, I don't know about this season, I was just like, nah. I was just like, no, yeah. this is not. We're don't even don't even think. Don't even think yeah. we're gonna do well. That way, you can come out of it. Just be like, yeah, it's expected. Um, but fuck Sunny! Oh, oh my god! 
Oh my, oh my God. So, okay. So going into this, I was thinking, okay, we're not going to win this. So don't, don't hope. Um, and then like a little bit into it, I was thinking, you know what? A victory would be a draw. And even after Sunny scored, my, my God, God bless Sunny. I was still thinking, okay, now nah, this is too good to be true. They're going to equalize. They might even win. Oh. Which is how... Yeah, and I think, yeah, playing really fun football too, which was yes. refreshing. Like, seeing the moment we got the ball and Mora and Bergfine and Sun start to fly forward like the, like the what is it, the Flying Ducks, that 90s film. But, yeah, just like Sun <laughs> was on fire, just playing really confidently, like, ha- ha- you know, just showing some real flair and it was really good football. The Mighty Ducks, um, I mean... Yeah. Mighty Ducks, that's our, it. Our Thank research you. team has just come in <laughs> yeah. to correct us. It is the Mighty Ducks. No, the, the Flying V. The Flying V is the position. That's, that's right. Yeah. No, but Toby, you're right. Like, apart from the attacking, I mean, Skippy, Jaffet. Holy Jaffet. Yeah. Fuck. Really good. I loved, like, from the first few minutes when Jaffet came out, and just started manhandling Sterling, just like pushing him around and like talk, tackling him firmly and just showing him who's who's the boss. I thought like he played really well. And I don't know. I mean, we'll talk about more of this later on. But there was a uh, noticeable absence of a oh. certain sir in our squad. Oh. And I just felt like it was a very big, I don't know, a fuck you. Kind of. Kind of like a, a fuck you. Not to him, but to the club. That is trying the reigning champions who are trying to steal our man who think supposedly Pep Guardiola has called us the Harry Kane team. And I don't know, we scored against them again without Harry Kane. This is like what, the second time? Uh, don't, that champions, I don't know, my memory, you gotta refresh it, you know? But <laughs> this is just me being potstery and uh, yeah, oh petty. Oh my god. You know, I just, I was so high on the victory that I, I forgot that there was an underlying drama happening actually and now that you bring it up it was like yeah going into this this game the storyline was very much oh my god the man who's not on the pitch is the man who's dominating all this conversation but yeah it's just oh wow yeah just still so much drama just not 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 being there like i think i think you you're referring to like one of these we saw like a tweet yeah. or something. You sent it to I'm me. I'm looking yeah. it up now. You yeah. sent me a tweet. I mean, okay, this is just me being petty. And I will always be. I think this is part of my brand. Petty and pots during patty. But <laughs> Toby, just getting back into the game as we wrap up Man City and move on. How many of us thought, like, honest to God, that we would win this? Yeah, I, I mean, I think the most disappointed people will be City fans. <laughs> I mean, you would have thought, oh, thank God we're playing Tottenham on the first game of the new season. That should be a good, you know, start the season off with the W. Yeah, they should be They should be really disappointed. I mean, they had some good attempts, and I think we've got some things we need to do to tighten up at the back. But yeah, they, should, they could have done better, definitely. Toby always likes to bring me from my pettiness to an elevated level of, yes, yes, let us uh, look at it from a a gamer. No, Toby, I will be petty. But moving on from from Man City. So we're on a high, and then we're about to face the bosses, the new bosses, X-Team. And I'm thinking, I don't know how old Zara is a team, but whenever we fought them before, I would be fucking scared. And now we're away to the home he used to play. And I'm like, do they have some vendetta against them? Or they're trying to prove him wrong? We're like, you left us, daddy. Now we're going to prove you wrong. And so that was what I was scared of. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah, oh my gosh. That like what what amazing script writing. So from the drama of the first game to like then set up this next drama of the next episode, which is uh new team versus old team. Oh my god. So okay, full disclosure, we did not get to watch it live because we're in the worst possible time zone to watch it in. Like I love Spurs, but I'm not gonna get up at like pre crack, pre pre crack of dawn to watch. <laughs> so we did watch highlights. Okay. Were you were you able to watch it live? I watched the first half live, so this is gonna yeah. be a problem for me because I've just embarked on this new lifestyle where I try to sleep at eleven. <laughs> okay. Oh, awesome! It's nice. it's tough, but then it makes me get up in the morning better, like as a human being. Yeah. So course, I think it's yeah, age, yeah. guys. Uh, so I did. I, I stayed. What up. are mornings? I haven't heard of those. <laughs> <laughs> it's when the sun. Is that like kale? Is that a superfood? <laughs> kind of. It's like a superfood that you know, if you get in enough hours of sleep during the dark times, you wake okay. up when there's like a yellow thing in the sky. So that's a morning. Gotcha. Yeah. So now I've kind of oh. tried to. Oh yeah, yeah. So I tried doing that. So I, I caught the first half of this, and it's just like, oh my god, Delhi. Here we go again. Like, I love how game one, Sunny, game two, Delhi, it's just like, the boys are back. You know? I know, right? It's the Delisons. (laughs) With with their nice new Away kit, which, again, I'm in love with this Away kit. Oh, so cool. Are we going to get it? Because it's so cute. Like, I I think we need it. I think we have it. This is going to be our first, like, crossover one, because it's really pretty. The... So, if for those who haven't checked it out, we're referring to the Spurs Awaken, which is like a graffiti paint splatter on black, and it looks kind of neon. Yeah. And it could turn out like I'm describing it in the worst way possible, but just check out the link which we'll post. Gives it. me kind of space vibes, <laughs> like colorized space photo, you know? Oh, yeah. It's like that. when you do a paint ball in like glow in the dark, that's kind of what it feels like. Yeah. So, nice. In like an artful way. Yes. Yeah. But yeah, so we came over to the home of our boss's former team, and I don't know, we were pretty damn good. Really good as well. I mean, if you look at our form against City, we always seem to overperform and play quite well and often take a result. Like, some of our hardest games over the past few years, I think, have been against Wolves, haven't they? Like, some real yeah. battles and, and results either way. The, the one where Jan scored from, like... 15 yards out with the header in the rain and he I think he said his, he had his eyes closed like some real dramatic games so they're always a fierce opponent I think so yeah and they they played really well but I think Delhi used a bit of nous and maybe bought that penalty kick a little bit but uh, the goalie gave but it yeah, to him so you, you gotta do yeah. what you gotta do to win and that's what you gotta do to win yeah and he kept his nerve and took it well and yeah I think yeah. they deserved they deserved the win and we defended the go- like we defended well to close it out and win. I saw a tweet I think from Jonathan Veal saying like uh, in in the last season we would not have won that game. Mm. And I feel like what a change this time we can be a goal up and close it out. Exactly. To win. That's what I was scared of because once we get a goal and there's still it doesn't matter how much time there is. It does not matter. It could be the 90th minute. We could be up a goal. As long as <laughs> yeah. it's 1-0 or 0-1, rather. Yeah. We are still, like, it's anyone's game. It's not a guarantee for us. And that's what that's what kind of changed this season. It's like, hmm, could, yeah. could be. And it's, a, and it's a crucial kind of win. It reminds me, like, in a good way of some of Liverpool's wins when they won the title. It's like they're not always going to be pretty. Some of them are going to be pretty lucky. 
but then you got to do like you know to keep that clean sheet and hang on to those narrow those narrow victories yeah that's something that like teams like City and Liverpool especially I think have been really good at yeah even I think Leicester the time that they mm. won the league uh, it was something similar where it was a kind of a procession of one zero zero one results where they just it could be scrappy it's not always elegant but they're able to defend their their clean sheet so yes I know it's two games into the season yeah. but I'm already thinking about that so uh, we're wow. coming up we have Watford um, at home and then Crystal Palace away. So those are our next two games, and quite a bit of rest in between. That's actually quite nice-ish. I mean, it looks, it looks like it's long in between, which is a couple days. I can't add the math, but how are we feeling? So it's, I mean, okay, let me just add them in. Why not? Chelsea at home. So with those three games coming up, uh, points expectations, guys? Uh, as always, <laughs> I'm going to say all maximum haul, nine <laughs> points. I think I think we can against Watford. Welcome to the Premier League again, but sorry, we're going to beat you. Crystal Palace, I think we need to avenge the heartbreak of last season mm-hmm. and and manage a win there. And that other team, I don't know, the other third one you said, I think that's going to be... Whatever, that's going to be a win for sure. Yeah. I'm I'm optimistic as well. Yeah, nine points. Why not? Um, I think we can happily skip over a certain Portuguese game that happened on <laughs> on Thursday last. I don't know what that was. But Wait. yeah, oh. it, it's a bunch of new people playing together, still finding their feet. I mean, it's a great way to practice. Does anybody even know what the European Conference League is? Yes. I don't. So <laughs> it's a nice time to get some vitamin D in in Portugal. Harry Winks looks great with a tan, so that was the important <laughs> takeaway. <laughs> I love it. And with that, we want to say thank you to our Kumbaya Master Toby for joining us again this week. Uh, I don't know, maximum points. We'll see you next time, Toby. Maximum points. Let's do it. Cool, and we are back. So welcome to the second half, guys. Um, In this half, we're going to talk about, ooh, are we? Are we going to talk about Harry? I guess we're going to talk about Harry. You know what? We'll just power through. We're going to talk about Harry and we're going to check in on the old boys. Some of the boys who left us this past summer. Uh, What are they doing? How are they? What are they up to? We will attempt to answer it all. If you guys aren't yet following us on our socials, we hope you are. Um, We're at Stalking Spurs on Instagram and Twitter. And everything we've been talking about throughout the show, you will find in our episode notes uh, in the podcast. Okay. As said, we don't want to talk about it, but I guess we're just going to do it. Harry Kane has been an, is an institution, and as you guys know, there have been many, 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 many rumors happening uh, with his transfer, potential transfer to Man City, with lots of talk of not getting the price we need for him. So for me, all of that is details, right? It's all on how the player is behaving, because at the end of the day, those are just numbers, and that's the business side of it. But the player can still show a sense of, I don't know, just it's the way he handled it. And after a lot of silence from Harry, to be fair, he released a statement on his Instagram regarding the fact that he, quote unquote, did not return or show up for training at the right time. So on his official Instagram, he has like a photo post that is like a very pretty notes app version because it's like, it's laid out. They planned this. So I will be returning to the club tomorrow as planned. Mm. And, you know, so on and so forth about how he can't believe the fans are questioning his loyalty, blah, 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 blah. 
Yes, this is long overdue, all the rumors were out, but the pot-stirring, petty side of me, which is obviously my brand, and uh, we saw a Twitter thread that noted that none of the current first team players liked the post. Save for Sanchez. So yeah, cool. One of like 21 people, right? However, past players like Toby, Michelle Vorm, Joe Hart, Lamelibu liked and you know commented their support. In fact, Lameli, who is blazing a trail over the Liga, um, commented and said, "Whoever knows you knows what kind of professional you are. Keep your mind as always, my friend." Uh, top arrow emoji, clapping emoji. I'm obviously, I'm of two minds. I like that all the former players showed support. Yeah. I love Lamelli's comment. That is fucking friendship because literally the post right before this on Kane's feed is his goodbye message to, mm-hmm. to Eric yes. Coco. So it's really, you know there's bond there and For they sure. know each yeah. other. However, not one single current player, not one could muster up a like. Yeah. Was this premeditated? Were they told by their PR department, please do not comment, please do not stir the... And why did Sanchez do it? Like, was he just... Yeah. Did he not get the meffo? Yeah, I found this really weird and uncomfortable to know that no one, no current player liked it. Like, no no like from Sun. Like, wow. That's... Yeah. So I was thinking would some other power must have intervened. Like, I don't know if Levy's like, don't fucking like that or you're out. Yeah, that was that was super weird. Ooh, speaking of Sun, I think another thing we want to talk about here is a shocking stat that was reported in a um, Guardian article, and we have the link in our episode description. And it says, Sun Hyung-min averages 0.3 goals per game when playing alongside Harry Kane in, in the Tottenham team, and 0.57 without. Sun, in tandem with Lucas Mora and Deli Ali, led Tottenham to the Champions League final in 2019. What if Spurs sold Kane, reinvested the money wisely, and built a new team around Sun? Whoa! What? Holy shit! Um, what a concept. What a stat. What? Obviously, it's 50-50 at this point. We don't know. No one knows where it's gonna go. This is just honestly getting dragged on. For everyone's sake, I hope it gets resolved amicably and in the best possible way. I don't even know if that's possible. Mm-hmm. But that's a fucking damning statistic. Yeah. And, and I forgot that he wasn't at the semifinal. He wasn't. He wasn't. When I read that, was... I was like, that's right. He was injured and everyone just yes. had to step up. Yes. Oh. So obviously, Harry is great for the team. There's no doubt about that. Yeah. But it's also interesting to see that we're not terrible without him. We we need him. We thrive with him. Clearly, the Sunny Kane partnership of last season gave us the most assists gold combined by any right any player. They beat it. Yeah, they, they're they the did. number one. They're they're the top partnership in the Premier League. So they they do matter together. But seeing this is very very interesting. For sure. <sighs> oh my god. And while we're kind of looking back. <laughs> At our past, we just want to take a few minutes to check in on the old boys. First up is Lamelibu. So, ah, uh, oh my God, who else was super heartbroken when he he left and he said his goodbyes and you saw all of the player tributes 
um, over the summer when when Lamelli left us for Sevilla. I think when when he left, because I've never known a Spurs team without Lamela. I became like a fan the first season he was with us. And when he left, like all I wanted was like, oh please, please Sevilla fans, just love our precious Coco, treasure him like we do. And like it's so it's so nice to see that yeah they do. This uh, meme was tweeted, I guess, by Sevilla FC, and it's like the three like uh, two hands shaking, and it's Sevilla fans and Spurs fans, and in the middle it says standing Coco. Wow, I, I love that they love him, and they have so many reasons to love him immediately because I think he scored a brace on his debut. And I saw some stat, like he's averaging one goal every 34 minutes or something insane like that. Isn't it bananas? It's bananas. Coco was well-loved, but also like questioned a lot of why he still existed in the club. But then you get fucking moves like this. You get his Ramonas. You get his like his pizzazz. Literally, he has pizzazz. Like when he gets on the field, you know, a fight's about to happen in a good way. So we miss him and it's so nice that the new team... Like loves him and he is thriving. Yeah, I love I'm, that. yes, I'm happy he's thriving. I'm happy he's in a place where he's thriving and loved. So we miss you, Romeli, but we're also very happy for you. Next up on this roster, also Toby. Oh my gosh, I remember Toby was the first like major super hype transfer of my like fandom time, and it's ugh, fuck. Who doesn't? What what Spurs fan would not kill for Toby Alderweireld? So it was also really heartbreaking to see him go. And it's just, it's it's really sweet. He shared this post on Instagram a few weeks ago of him with a caption, thumbs up if you're excited for the Premier League to start. Good luck this season, Spurs official. I'll be watching hashtag Koi's. Oh my God, from a player, now he's a fan and he'll be watching us. I like the fact that he posted. I know, I know, I know. Ahoo-hoo-hoo. <laughs> I now have to look at, I don't know if he's active on Twitter, but you know how we have like shit on likes? I think I just have to do shit Toby likes because obviously they're, they're rooting for us. Totally. It's just so oh nice. my god. I, I like, I hope, I super hope that he and Jan and Dembele and maybe even Chadley have like a WhatsApp group of experts, Belgian team peeps, and they, they have a WhatsApp group that they just all message when they're watching our games together. Because Dumbella said he'd be watching us, Jan said he'd be watching us, so I'm I'm hoping so, this WhatsApp group exists. It probably exists. Speaking of my lover Jan Vertonghen, miss you. Um, well, I miss you. We do. Uh, he was caught. Well, there's a Twitter thread uh, from Jeanette Jensen, uh, a fan that did screen grabs of Delhi doing an Instagram live from inside the bus, and as you can see, Jan is commenting. Who's on my seat? <laughs> he has a seat. He has a seat. And who is in it? <laughs> but also, he has, the, he has the time and energy to go on Delhi's IG Live to watch it like an old friend would and to comment. It's so cute. It's very trolly. But it's also just very sweet. <laughs> it it's is. so incredibly sweet. I wonder if he has alerts on for like, for live. Oh, for sure. From, for sure. Yeah. Nice. I for like sure I he like does. That. Jan, come back. We miss you. And he's obviously been liking like every like tweet that comes out from the season so far. So I'm so excited for the season to come and things Jan and maybe Toby like. Yeah. Speaking of things we like. It is now time for the centerpiece of the show. It's its true reason for existence. It's BB of the week. For new listeners, so Patty and I stalk 
all of the Spurs babies and we compile a list with every episode of our favorite baby-related post. There's only, there's one rule, I guess, in Baby of the Week and it's that once a Spurs baby, always a Spurs baby. And we start that off with one of the best examples of that rule, Charlie Morgan. So check out this super precious photo set of photos from Alex Morgan's Instagram of, of Charlie. It's just, I don't know, are they on holiday? I don't know what's happening. It's a series of holiday photos. Actually, it's not, this post isn't even, I guess, her-centric. It's a Happy Father's Day post. But, oh, she's stealing the show in every, in every, in every photo. Just check, just the first one is a, an immediate shoe-in for this, this list. She's just playing golf. She's killing it. Go for it, Charlie. I can't even remember the time when Alex Morgan was in the team. It feels so long ago. <laughs> but, but Charlie Morgan is forever in our hearts. Speaking of people in my heart, up next we have Lily Sissoko, Feelin' Summer. Thank you too, of course, Mary Lisa DeBay, her lovely mom, for posting this on her Instagram. Clearly the fam was on vacation at some point because we have a cute multi-photo post of Lily sandwiched in between her parents, Musa and Mary Lou. And it's the, it's the cheesy shot. Everyone with cheesy parents has had this. Wherein all your faces are stuck together. It is not a comfortable position, clearly. And you'll see in the multi-photo post that uh, Lily was not loving it every single minute. But she was in it. And that's what we love about Lily. She is not afraid to tell you how she feels. Not and at all. She Lily, wears her emotions yeah. on her face. Keep doing you, Lily. Alright. Also, keep doing you is Salvador from the Sanchez household. Alright, so check out these photos. They're very cute. Um, some interesting sartorial choices. <laughs> like, where is his shirt? <laughs> we have the bow tie because I guess he's... I don't know, is he getting ready for some formal occasion or something where he needs to look smart? But I think he forgot his shirt. I think even his face says... In some of these, like, hey, <laughs> photographer, where's my shirt? I feel for Salvador, because, like, one day he's going to grow up. He's super cute in this photo, by the way. Super cute. But as a teenager, he's going to be like, what the fuck, mom? Where is my shirt? Daniela, <laughs> you keep doing you. We love it. We love this Go. shit. Don't Live stop. your Don't best stop. life. Don't <laughs> um, Speaking of people living their best life, we have... Neisha Aurier celebrating her third birthday in, like, the coolest tracksuit and the weirdest pair of sunglasses you will ever see. But that's how, you know, trendsetters are. They don't give a fuck. She is just loving and living her life. And I honestly just want to be best friends with this girl. Because, one, I feel like we would be protected. Number two, like, she will slam the bullies down. Oh, yeah. Two, we're going to have so much fun. Like, this girl gives zero fucks. She goes, I'm three years old today. I'm a big girl now. Can't tell me nothing. Happy birthday to me. Cake emoji, hashtag three years old. <laughs> I'm both scared and I love her. Yeah. <laughs> so much personality. We love, love you. It. Oh, and now we get to, I guess if we're really honest with ourselves, this was the real, real reason this podcast started. We now get to Ayla Alderverod. Check out this Instagram post from Toby, her dad. The caption says, unbreakable. And it's like a multi-photo post of them splashing around a pool. She is, uh, did you wear a floaty? She has a floaty on. 
that's super pink and covered in flamingos. And this, <laughs> they're just, these are great moments. What a fun pool day. It's amazing. We love you, Ayla. Congratulations once again for being the Spurs baby, baby of, the of the week. And there goes the whistle. We have come to the end of the second half. Once again, thank you everyone for joining us. We'd love to hear from you this season. We're on season three. I can't believe we made Wild. it to season three. Season three, Patty. Wild. Thanks, Acid, and thanks everyone for your support. We'd love to hear from you. Hit us up on our socials at Stalking Spurs on Instagram and Twitter. Like the podcast, share, write a review, recommend it. I don't know, smash that subscribe button, and we'll see you next time. Uh, season three, it's only going up for now. All right. We love it. See you guys. Come on, you Spurs! Spurs.